Well, shit the man. Look who it is up in the coffee house. <laughs> what? <laughs> Brought to us by fourculture.com. I am the artist D. And look who I found up in this coffee house. It's of Anne course Marie. I'm here. Of Hi, course. Dee. Hi. What is shit the man? Shit the man. I've never heard that before. Never? Oh, must never. Be the country fried version here. That's fantastic. <laughs> wow. Um, shit the man. Shit Ooh. the man, here we are. How are you? I I'm great. How are you? Um, fabulous. Ooh. Fabulous. Fabulating all over the place. Even though it's 4,000 degrees where you are? Even though it is 4,000 degrees. Bright and early in the morning here, it's 100. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a shit fit because it's going to reach 92 here today. <laughs> no, we've got in the, the western desert here in the United States, it's 120. It's been 115, oh, wow. 16, 126 in Death Valley. But but it's a dry heat. It's a dry heat. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. What I find interesting is they keep saying this is the first big heat wave of the summer, but it's not the summer yet. It's spring. Yeah, that's the problem. That is the problem. And that is the, the context of which they should be discussing it, that the first gigantic heat wave of the summer is not even in the summer and it's already hotter than most summers. This, yeah, this isn't right. We had a little bit of a heat wave already in May, and we haven't seen it again. Now, now it's returning, I guess. The 90s. But we try to stay dry and cool and inside and I, happy. I'm, not, I'm not going out, dude. No. I was no. very, uh, you know, it never ceases to amaze me. And I don't know why. But this is a human thing. I mean, year after year. Gosh, it's really hot out. And then in, in the in the morning, you know, I go for my walk and the run and all the things and it's 90 at 5 a.m. And I'm like surprised, like I've never done this before. <laughs> I don't understand why we act like this all the time that we've never done any of these things before. You know, wow. Summer. Oh, my God. We wow. forget rain, winter, snow. Oh, my God. Why? Why do we forget? It's pretty simple to remember. Well, we also like to just bitch about stuff. Yes. And the weather changes every day. It's something new to bitch about every day. Yeah. Well, and then when I go for that walk, I plan to do some things afterwards, like run some errands. And I get back, you know, and I'm like a drowned rat. Like a disheveled, drowned rat. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can't go anywhere now. So it's like, why Why did I even think? Why should I even try? I don't understand. I think I'm going to be inside for the next three months. I would prefer it. I mean, we've been inside. Well, everyone last, else you know. rushes outside. <laughs> Rushing outside. I know I'd much rather be in a coffee house than a waffle house. Yeah. This is big news this week. <laughs> <laughs> The big headlines was a man has spent 24 hours in a Mississippi Waffle House as punishment for losing a bet. Yeah, he put himself in there. He did. It was some kind of fantasy football thing that I don't understand. But he That's lost. That's not the important part yeah, of the story anyway. Exactly. He lost. And he had to spend 24 hours 
in a Waffle House, but his sentence would be reduced by an hour with every waffle he ate. And I didn't think that was such a big deal until no. I saw the size of the waffle. Oh, I didn't see the size of the waffle. It's basically the equivalent of a plate. Like, it's not what oh. I would get in New York. This is a monster waffle. Okay. See, I was ready to defend that it was this easy. A, a battery thick waffle mm. thing. I've never been to a Waffle House. Have you? I haven't. No, I ha- we don't have them here. Yeah. We have IHOPs, International House of Pancakes. Yeah. That's the the closest we come. Right. I, I think. I think I was at, at one. You know, at, at, in a dirty part of my life in like Columbus, Ohio. A <laughs> dirty part of my life, <laughs> <laughs> of which I don't remember. But they had them there, and I I seem to recall being not too amused by the the Waffle House atmosphere. And I never had a, I don't think I've had a waffle at a Waffle House. I don't eat waffles that often. I don't know people who really do. Like, oh, I want a waffle. Yeah. Who wants a waffle? It's a very rare thing because it, it's so complicated. I mean, you can go get a waffle, which is what you do. But if you want to make a waffle, it's just, you got to get the iron out. That's clean too it. hard. Why and listen, it? after, oh my God, no. Just no. make a pancake, you know. After a year working remotely at you know with work and whatever and having to work off the Google mm. system and being referred to the waffle, is it Google or Microsoft? I don't know. Someone's got, oh, look at the, the waffle. And it's yeah. basically the squares lined up the same way. I don't want to hear about waffles anymore. <laughs> the hamburger menu that they now Hit call the, the waffle. waffle. Yeah. Can people just make up their minds about what the icon looks like? Stop making it cute. It sucks no matter yeah. what you call it. Yeah. I stick to the old school version. If you see those three lines in the corner, click those. Yes. <laughs> no one could find them anyway. <laughs> Don't confuse things with hamburgers and waffles. And by the time you're done clicking, you're hungry. I could go for a burger. But anyway. <laughs> I could go for a waffle. <laughs> this guy live tweeted his situation. He did at this Waffle House. Well, now you've changed my mind completely. If it's as big oh, as, a, as a as a as a plate, go I'm... on his Twitter account. Who is he? <laughs> it's that Car- guy, Carson Carson Wentz. You know that guy. Yes. Oh no, guy. that was oh, that was the cult. No, that was the guy. Oh, Lee Sanderlin was the guy. I guess yeah, Lee Sanderlin has Carson documented Wentz was, his life. Was the quarterback that lost or something that lost him his bet yeah look at this waffle house i mean it, it's like a, a retro looking place mm-hmm. i don't know looks like a oh god it reminds me of a tgi friday kind of uh denny's denny's, denny's. i never yeah because de- <sighs> um, at first i thought wa- like a regular waffle that would be easy because that means you just have to eat a little bit under 24 waffles Oh, no, he documented the waffles. So basically, he's got like a plate of, these are two waffles. I, I don't understand how waffles work. And I guess it the, could be divided into four. <laughs> I guess that's the other thing we have to ask. is because the iron usually comes in twos and fours. So is that one? Are all the fours one waffle? I don't know. Or are they individual waffles? I'm looking at the feed here. going to see if he clarifies. He's documenting himself eating and just progressively getting sicker. He had to walk around outside. He had oh, to consult was, his friends to make sure if it was legal right. in this bet to go outside, outside. and get fresh air and I puke would, behind the dumpster. I wouldn't have thought that was legal. 
said you're you're banned banished to <laughs> the house you puke in the bathroom like everybody else young man he checked it at four o'clock central oh yeah well so, well now it's a thin waffle i'm looking at the photos is it it's, thin it's okay. a gigantic waffle it's a plate sized waffle but it's it looks thin to me i've seen what thicker. are they made of it's a pancake, you know. I don't know. The... I, I could probably eat ten waffles then. I mean, uh, yeah, I, like a normal size, because usually they're the small square. So I figured, like, I could eat five waffles in a sitting. So that's five hours down. Plus, it'd probably take me like an hour to eat them or two, if I took my time. If I was banished to the waffle house, I'd take my time. So two hours to eat. Yeah, you know, he mixed it with coffee. Maybe he shouldn't have done that. Probably not. And that's the other problem with the waffle in general is it's like dessert because people not only treat it like a pancake with the syrup, but then they want butter, strawberries, fruit, and uh, whipped cream on their waffle. That's gross. That's why I usually don't because it's like breakfast is dessert at that point with a thick waffle covered in berries and fruit and I mean, you know, you know, IHOP, chocolate, chocolate chips, banana sauce. That's, what is that? No, see, it's, it's too. No, 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 no. I don't. This is not my thing. It's not. But but it took like him. It. He had nine waffles, which gave him fifteen hours in the restaurant. I did watch the one video. He seemed quite bored and nauseous. We have to see if we can do this. <laughs> We'll have a we're having our own waffle thon right here on Coffee House. I don't know. I just think you sh- fifteen hours you could have probably gotten more in you. I think so. And he's not a small guy. He looks like he's he can put it away, and I mean that as a compliment. I need to know why this. Is, I don't know. We have to research. We're going to interview him on Coffee House. We're interview him. We're going to go on a road trip to a waffle house. I mean, is it the shitty coffee? Did they not make the waffles? You know, were these not high quality waffles to begin with? What's the deal? There are so many questions. (laughs) This is what we ask ourselves as we emerge from pandemic isolation into the world. (laughs) These are the serious problems we are facing, ladies and gentlemen. We we are not classy anymore. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> headlines read it's like the end of prohibition bars in kentucky that had lines stretching into the night after the governor lifted the 11 p.m curfew a week or so ago gamblers in boston on the I casino for- floor wow. they counted down it's- they've been open in vegas the whole time <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Massachusetts, <laughs> when restrictions ended, they chanted. They ran out to the streets and they ripped off their masks and they chanted, it's all over. They sipped champagne. They removed the plexiglass from the slot machines. Jersey Shore revelers rushed wow. and reopened the dance floors. What a great, what a great picture in history that'll make. Because we know what it is now because we're right here. It's garbage. But <laughs> 50 years from now, somebody's going to read this shit and say, wow, it was like the end of Prohibition, the Roaring Twenties. Again, yes, Again. look at us. It really will be. I can tell be. you, yeah. in New York, no one gave a shit. We were doing our own thing. 
We're just happy to get out. But we're not, you know, having parties and sipping champagne over it. It's just like we're going out. (laughs) And ripping off your mask. (laughs) Like your bras. (laughs) (laughs) Still got to wear a mask in a lot of stores. It's all over here. That's still in place. I agree with the chant in Massachusetts. It's all over. Now we have, and you still got to wear them in school. So everyone is like, you know, the kids are suffering and Mm. F you. I think we're done because everybody, I've been going out a lot and everything's packed and everyone's out and uh, now unmasked. Wow. Very few. The ones that are masked, it's usually a daytime thing. You don't find social creatures unmasked. In the night. Well, you can't get COVID at night. It's, of course, it goes to sleep. What? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're smarter than that. It goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but during the day, I see a couple masked. And I think because the signs have now changed to uh, it is highly recommended that if you're not vaccinated, you continue to wear your mask. And I look at these people and I think, are you really not? Did you really not? Because no. I just don't pair the two right now with like those who didn't and are still wearing masks. Those two types of people don't add up for me. Like if you're not going to get it, I think you just, you know, pretend and not wear your mask by now. Right. That's what we you have know. over here. But if you, ca- I mean, these people seem to like care. They're still wearing the mask. So I don't know if they're like vaccinated and vulnerable because I have run into a couple of those. I did see somebody the uh, last week that they said they were wearing a mask. I said, oh, I'm, I'm vaccinated. And um, they said they weren't I'm like, oh, OK. And they said soon they will be I'm like, OK. OK. It's, uh, well, I mean, that's nice, but you could have done that a while ago. It's all right. I always figured there's probably health issues that they couldn't, for whatever reason, right. they couldn't get. Right. Never, and now they could get. never doubt someone else's story. As long as they get it. Everybody's get it. going just, through I just things. Try to get it. Can you get try it? Let's get all get it. it. Let's get, get it. it. You get it. Yeah. Get it before before we got to get it again. So we'll have a They're going to make it so you have yeah. to get it, just so you can live. I think yes. it was like Food Fighters are having a concert. You can't come mm. into the venue if you're not vaccinated. Yes. You have to have your proof. And hell's breaking loose. Absolutely. Yankee Stadium has a whole section for the unvaccinated. I know our, our George Hahn is thrilled about his New York vaccine passport on his phone. You've got your own phone app. I, yeah, yeah, it's exciting. Little thing, you the Excelsior Pass, and you just flash it. Hey! <laughs> hey, look at my vaccine pass. It just makes shit easier. It really does. It does. So I, I'm a card-carrying member over here. We have carry our cards just in case though nobody cares nobody cares no one's checking no one's checking as we die of heat stroke and exhaustion shocking yeah shocking as as people clutch their pearls and say their favorite line it's never been like this before (laughs) yes it has you need we need t-shirts that say that it's never been like this before Along with, on the back, of it says on the front, then on the back it says, not in this neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Not on this side of town. With with the custom uh, and and equally appropriate bumper stickers of, he was a good guy. (laughs) He was a quiet neighbor. 
that yeah that's the year in a nutshell right there <laughs> that's it that's it yes so we're gonna die of, of like heat because it's like massive and and out of character allegedly um climate change is real believe it or not yet texas is suffering again because they're they were just asked to not turn on their air conditioners no, not they could have their air conditioners on but it can't adjusted to 82 degrees them, yes 82 how would you feel about that i'm gonna shoot myself in the face <laughs> yeah 82 in the summer is a bit much inside this is texas heat folks and i don't texas know heat. no i can only do let's say about 75 inside okay I, I don't think i can do that summer. it's it's hot it's warm but bearably so for me, for me, but I'd prefer 72 always. Give me upper 50s and I'm going to sleep so beautifully. <laughs> In your igloo cave. Windows open. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm. I have a window open in the winter. I would. Yeah. Because I just need that Arctic blast. Oh, I, love I, just, it. I love yes, it. I would too. I would do that too. What do you usually keep your thermostat at in the summer? I don't have control like that. I have oh. a radiator here so I could turn it on oh. and off and kind of control the flow, but there's no temperature. Oh, that's so like Bukowski of you, like art, art section. It's great. I like it. I mean, I got, I do like... have windows open, but I, I die because I'm just like, oh no, no. <laughs> I'd rather have the blankets on me. Yes. Well, that I do have, that's the other thing. I never, change like because some people like they remove the comforter from their bed and you know they have summer blankets and winter blankets oh get the hell out of here yeah no i do the winter comforter all year round and the air is on so i can do that that's 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 me that's my preference that's my right as (laughs) because america as america i am a citizen and i want my air conditioning until yeah, during the, a heat wave, they'll tell us, oh, could you lower it to 73? Do to 73. And even then, I'm like, get the hell out of here. Don't tell me what to do. America. Yes. <laughs> F yeah. <laughs> In here, I don't know. Uh, others, I'm sure other states do this. Uh, our thermostats are linked some uh, we can have you have a, a digital thermostat from your electric company because you can do the nest thing in your own you know like that but you can get right. one they they it's kind of like the google thing you know that listens to you they give it to you for free oh. so they can spy on you well the the energy company <laughs> does the same thing they're like we'll give you a free digital thermostat that you can you know turn on remotely on your phone and controlling your phone but it's linked to their themselves their programs so i turn it up or down to 72 and then like an hour later it's really hot in here i'm like what happened oh the, they turned it back up to 78 because because <gasps> we're in a a conserving event hour no that's so, a violation uh, <laughs> summon a bitches <laughs> So it's kind of like fighting with a spouse 
with the power company because no, no, like no, no. i turn it down and then walk away and then they turn it back up and then i have to go back and turn it back down at what point and does it stop it's it's like and they have the worst sections of the day like they have broken off the day into like uh, 6 a.m until uh 6 p.m and then it's oh, six, that's awful and then 6 p.m to 10 p.m and then 10 to 5 or, or 6 so if I and, and I set those sections of the day to what I want, like program it in, and then sudden if I turn on the app and it's it's not working, it'll say you're currently in an, an echo saving event. Would you like to remain in it or opt out? So then you can opt out and it goes back on. But it's like you're fighting every like section when it does that, you gotta fight for it. No, it's an extra so, layer of stress yeah. in your life that you don't need. <laughs> it is. And it's only annoying when I'm lazy and, uh, you know, it's the middle of the night, you're in bed, and suddenly it's way too hot and you know you're in an echo stage-friendly event. No, screw that. that that's <laughs> violate. You're messing with my sleep. Messing no. My sleep. No. Yeah. There might be a way to, like, turn it off or something. I don't know. But I could, well, I could disconnect the uh, Wi-Fi from it. But God damn it. You know. Then I wouldn't be able to turn it on. When I'm coming home, which is the fun about the Wi-Fi houses, you know, the, these, these houses that yeah, listen to us, yeah. I'm, I can leave a place and turn my air conditioning on so I know that by the time I get home, it's cool. I have a Wi-Fi plug for the internet so I could turn it off on my son in the middle of the night. Well, it's fabulous. But he figured out how to disable yeah. everything because, you yeah. know. That's what happens when they grow he's up. He's smarter than he's me. smart. <laughs> smart god damn it <laughs> well with all of this pearl clutching and and the climate changing and people dying we have a solution so there's an answer for it's an this? answer and <laughs> it's the euthanasia roller coaster this is pretty epic i have yes. to admit designed by a lithuanian in 2010 it was an imagined ride it's not a real thing yet Wait until Disney gets their hands on it. It is a hypnotic death machine in the form of a roller coaster, engineered to humanely, <laughs> with elegance and euphoria, take the life of a human being. Is this the the machine that, that could show you what death is like <laughs> no. without going all the way? It's something no, like that. This goes all the way. <laughs> there is... <laughs> You gotta really like yeah. roller coasters, I guess. Really? Yes. Yes. It is a, a steep climb up to oh, the top. God. And then allegedly like I don't know why I don't know why you'd want to go on it and change your mind. I mean, although I guess like like getting well, up to that steep climb, I guess you could suddenly realize, have a have a revelation. I think it's possible. You're like, what the hell am I doing? Oh shit. Because in this particular design, it says you get to the tippy top before you go down into the death worlds. <laughs> and everybody has to push a button to say they're, they're good. And then they go. And, and you can opt out at that point and you'll, you'll go down safely, not dying. Wow. But if you push your button, you're then sent. It's basically just, a, a, what's this, like two, four, six, eight loops. About eight loops, <laughs> severe loops, 
ending in like like big loops and then just winding down to very small loops in which apparently like all of those loopings will eventually move the the blood from from where it is in your body to where it shouldn't be in the, your body to somewhere else yes. oh god yes once at the top you're given the decision and then it falls at a speed of 223 miles per hour goes through seven oh seven loops and keeps getting smaller oh god the rider is subjected to serious a series of intensive motion elements that induce various unique experiences from euphoria to thrill from tunnel vision to loss of consciousness and eventually death (laughs) (laughs) this is kind of twilight zone-ish i can just hear like the carnival barker right now step right up the euphoria how many people are on this little ride how many people like, get to die together? I guess it was a group of 24. So tw- someone has to clear out the 24 bodies. There you go. There's a thought. There's the, find that job on Craigslist. The guy. Oh, that's that, just, the funeral homes just wait. You know, all right, this is my guy. <laughs> Surely they would like have an eject process. Like it gets to the end and you they then they push a button. And just all the <laughs> all the seats oh, just fling God. fling forward, <laughs> all the bodies in a pile. Oh God! <laughs> and you just take them off to the morgue. There's a, here's another shipment from the Euphoria coaster, Charles. There you go. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I guess if that's how you want to go, it's it's an option. Yes, it's the ultimate. It's, an, it's uh, the ultimate <laughs> surrender to gravity is what they called it. <laughs> I don't think it's a surrender. It's yeah. tough shit. You you have no choice. Yes, there's no more choice. That's and that's the problem with all those circles. Like I don't know. It doesn't say how fast. Like how much time elapses between the beginning to end, because. Well, know. if it's like a roller coaster, just picture it. Yeah. I mean, how long does it take to go up to the top? Yeah, not too long. That's the longest part. The the up yeah, to there, and, and then the seven the, loops. Yeah. It's it's yeah. going to be three minutes, four minutes. But you can Ooh. easily see this. You know, would go all sorts of wrong because even the ones who thought about opting out but didn't opt out at the top, then halfway down that gigantic slope, they'd be like, "No, changed my mind." God damn. (laughs) But I just sent you something now. It's you can experience your own virtual VR euthanasia death. Wow. Well, how do they know? Okay. Yeah. Here's the, the suicide machine at the Amsterdam funeral fair. I want to go to that. I didn't know there was a funeral fair. Like that's amazing. Totally. I'm going to that. VR, <laughs> VR euthanasia death in the 3D printed machine. And it's, yeah, yeah. it's going to provide people with the death they wish to die. When they wish to die. So it's like you could just, it, it detach, it's like a, a, look at that. They call it the sarco. It's short for a sarcophagus. Think of like the, oh, shit. what the um, <laughs> Egyptian guys mm. are in, the mummies are in. And it you could die, you could be buried in that, I guess. All right. There's an yeah. online test to determine whether you were sane. <laughs> and if you cleared the test, you'll be sent an access code valid for 24 hours. Wow. 
They get in the capsule, close the door, press a button, have the, a nitrogen get nitrogen gets piped in, and oh my god, you pass out within a minute. That's fascinating. Person who wants to die presses the button. The capsule's filled with nitrogen. You feel dizzy and then lose consciousness and die. Hmm. Oh my god! Well, it it's a topic that people just. I mean, they're always afraid. They're, they've been afraid of euthanasia forever. Well, in this culture, and they just don't want to talk about it. But it's so easy, you know. And if you want to go, I, oh, you should wow. worry, you should I just worry about the guy who just wanted to get in just to see. It's like, <laughs> he didn't realize what Sarko stood for. Like, oh, he thought this is kind of cool. And he's like, oh, what does this button do? Whoopsie. Oh, God, there's another. But the same guy apparently years ago had created a computer program hooked up to an IV that would trigger lethal injections of barbiturates into a patient. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's a serious thing. That, I mean, Something people, called an exit bag, a breathing an mask that funnels bag. carbon monoxide. Damn. An exit bag. Can you, can you give me one of those exit bags off the shelf? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're looking for a way out, I guess, hey, there's options. But it's just I, yeah. that guy who just wants to see what it's like. He's mm. he's not going to see what it's like. He's, no. He's no. Surprise. Yeah. Going to be knocked I'm out. Gonna, yeah, exactly. I'd rather um, I'd do the roller coaster. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Would you go live on Instagram while you do it? Oh, yeah. Even better. Well, I don't know. No. I wouldn't want to give people the pleasure <laughs> because then I would get the hits that I've always wanted and I'd be too dead to know. Or not. I will see. Then or just, not. Is there an yes. afterlife? We're going to find out. The phone keeps recording. <laughs> yes. I, I would go that. I mean, if I had to choose a way in which, you know, I had to, why not the roller coaster? I wouldn't want to do the, the sarcopho. <laughs> I don't want to put myself into a sarcophagus. And just push a button. I mean, how boring. I can, I can, I know those people. I know who would want to do that. And if you don't want to like go out with a bang of a roller coaster. Oof. But it looks cool. It looks cool. Yes. It's all aerodynamic and shit. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to like, it would be a package deal. Like then what are you going to, you're going to bury me like an Egyptian in a tomb with all my stuff. Then I might oh. be interested. I used to bury my pets like that. With their stuff? We'd give them toys and food in case they woke up. Oh. How we nice. were mentally ill. Yes. You didn't, well, you know, you, you didn't think it all the way through that they wake up and they're stuck in a box with their toys. Correct. We had no idea. Scratching at the lid. My, my chinchilla, Toby Agamemnon, is buried in a box Toby. with his toys and food. <laughs> and our seven hamsters. Toby Agamemnon. <laughs> that's more the that's more the focus here is the the, the name of your chinchilla. naming our pets <laughs> apparently and it's such a, a great surprise because it's like just toby no not just toby no 
We have to call the vet. I'd like to make an appointment for my pet. What's the pet's name? Toby. Toby. Agamemnon. I can't even say it now. <laughs> Toby Agamemnon. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? That's perfect. Oh, I'm sure they get oh, that God. all the time. Not that particularly, but I'm sure. I'm sure. That's it started amazing. because... Um, I grew up with an Alaskan Malamute that my mother had named the Duchess Sitka Royale of Osenilac. <laughs> <laughs> so I blame her. <laughs> That's, this is a fascinating factoid oh, about you and that uh, we've never known. I have stupid pet names in my I family. I love it. Yeah. So somewhere out there in the dirt, Toby's still like scratching on the lid of that shoebox. We got there's I mean it's gross. There's a graveyard in my mother's house. It's just all it's fabulous. Hamsters and cats and it's good though. That's good. I mean, I think that that people should bury their animals uh, and have a place to do so because when you move to the city and your animal dies, you don't know what to do with them. No, you got to pay four hundred dollars yeah. for them to cremate. Yes, and then you could cremate it, and then they've got all these cats on their mantle. In, in you know their ashes in jars. Yeah, yeah. I I have a, I have my little Zeus in a tin on my desk. <laughs> so sad. It's another thing we never knew about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, there was some good news this week with uh, the national holiday. We have a new national holiday. Juneteenth. It was, a, it was announced now. Thursday. And it was like, Thursday. oh, federal employees get off. Like, perfect timing. <laughs> I think people were like disappointed that uh, it was done Thursday. Like, they didn't have enough time to plan to get yeah. off then. So, some places that should have, it would no, it will now be closed in the future. They didn't close. I went to a few government things. They were, they were still open. Some did half days. Mm. Yes, but like this future. could have been a beach day. Well, yeah. it's not. Oh my God, and that's exactly it. The the, I mean, it's a good thing that it's named, it's recognized, it's there, but just the the serious business compared to the the holiday shit. I mean, I heard people already say Happy Juneteenth, and right, it's not yes. happy. It's already. Yes. I mean, it's brand new. This is like we rarely get this type of experience and and we're not even we, we don't even acknowledge the experience but i often have thought about that about our ancestors how they felt like when they got a new holiday and what or like when they this is really geeky but when they got a new interstate <laughs> a new interstate a new interstate cuz we got a new interstate in the west a couple years ago and like a whole brand That's new exciting. friggin' thing. And when I rode that interstate, I thought about like my great, great, great ancestors who probably for the first time rode on whatever I-80 or whatever goes across the country for the first time, like how new it must have felt. That's what I was thinking of when I'm on this new interstate. So like this is a new holiday in our 21st century life. Yeah. So, like, we're experiencing, this should be like when they came out with, um, well, I don't know, Columbus Day? What's a, what's a, I mean, I can't say Christmas, but 
something oh, else. Wait, Martin like Luther that. King yes. Jr. Martin, Day yeah, is relatively go. new. Yes, President's Day, Martin Luther King. Yeah, Day, that's yeah, it's thing. yeah. Yes, so I, and then it meant something. Like I think they actually, at least for a moment, acknowledged like what does this stand for? But now it's like immediately, like within a day, the Americanization, or should I say, like the United States station. Because we don't want to lump all of America into this. Oh, you might as well. Because it's, it's a disaster. It's all a disaster. <laughs> the the uh, better yet, the immediate hot dog and cheeseburgerification of a holiday. There we have and it. And the um, don't forget the appliance sales. Yes. So and that's what's gonna already has begun to be planned. I'm sure for next Juneteenth. And all the people that want to take off and all, like you said, beach holiday, beach day. But if anything, like holidays should be the opposite. We should be like forced to take that day more seriously than other days. Not just like Memorial Day. Right. And that's another happy one. Like everybody's a happy Memorial Day. There's nothing happy about it. You're supposed to remember your, what what are you you doing? What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) So we should be like, forced to sit down and watch a film or something or read a book about what this actually means like you know in columbus day either dedicated to teaching how much of a rat bastard he was or like get rid of it just uh tell the story history man mm-hmm. tell it like it is tell it like it is which i think is happening more often now in schools that's good at least around here <laughs> well as we're finding out slowly there's just so many layers to that truth all the truths. Just scratching the surface to find some more surface. And I'm glad that they did this. I'm glad that it's more brought to the forefront. Because last year when we were talking about this, we were talking about how some people never even heard of it. Right. So now it's already, I mean, it's always been a day for many, many, many years. But uh, now that they heard about it, now that it's actual, it's going to be really, really be on the calendars. More people, more attention to it. And I do think, though, they should, like, at least... I mean, maybe Columbus Day is it's the, the one we beat up on the most. We, we should switch that to, like, the voting day. You know, we still don't have a day off to vote. Right. We should do that instead. Or just give I us agree. another holiday. But that's the problem with these these Americans with their holidays. The minute you say it's a holiday, then they're at the beach instead of at the voting machine. It's a family day for your barbecue and whatever else. You know, Labor Day, same shit. And I then, hate everybody. And then the irony that's being pointed out at Juneteenth is that it's, it comes at a time where they're banning critical race theory, theory in some schools. I don't get that. I don't it's it, History's making the white man look bad. That's yeah. basically it, isn't it? Yeah. Because guess what, kids? The white man. <laughs> you know, the, we came over. He's been, been uh, pretty bad. It was about conquering and getting the resources in the new land, and it didn't matter how you got it. You just get it. The sell shit back home. You bring your disease, whatever the hell else. All the, to sell your cinnamon all the, and other crap. All that whiteness. <sighs> but, but really, Water. like if, <laughs> if you read the definition of critical race theory, I think it it outlines itself how much a class is needed, some sort of education 
It is an intellectual movement and loose. This is a Britannica um, definition. Intellectual movement and loosely organized framework of legal analysis based on the premise, premise that race is not a natural, biologically grounded feature of physically distinct subgroups of human beings, but a socially constructed, culturally invented category mm-hmm. that is used to oppress and exploit people of color. Yeah. A lot of our laws are based on racism. Right. It's, it's amazing stuff. I mean, if that alone doesn't make you want to, like, take a class to know more just about the theory, even if you just want to say it's a theory, even though I can't possibly wrap my head around how you don't think this but is a real thing. There's a, there's a population out there who can't do that because they just either feel guilty, they take offense because you're making me feel bad. Shut up. Educate yourself and just be a better person because you, you now you know. They just won't allow themselves to be the bad guy. Like, they never thought of themselves as the bad guy, so they don't want to think about how they could be or that their people could have been. I don't know. Gosh darn it. But education, yes. Anything that says that we can't talk about it or not teach it to our children, I think we should question that. All of those things. Why can't you? If you can't educatedly convey, like, just the facts, I mean, even if you want to leave it to the person to decide their own theory, their own idea. It just sounds like but you're I think, hiding I think just the process of learning is seen as oppressive to them. Why do I have to even entertain that? Oh, yeah. Good point. You know, if it's not a two-minute long class, it's too much of my time. I can't be bothered. Yeah. Well, because the truth is, it's all very overwhelming. If they truly knew the layers, all the things that are there, Humans would be so outrageously overwhelmed they couldn't function. Like, if they really knew the history, the conspiracy, the craziness, they'd, like, pop a cork. Every country's got their own fucked up history, folks. We're not alone here in America. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. You're not alone. This is how it was. How it still is. Deal with it. Or not. Just, you know. <laughs> Just don't be a dick. Go make your TikTok videos about it. Yes. I was listening to Deepak Chopra. He was on uh, Marianne Williamson's podcast. And that, that's an interesting switch. Seeing the older cosmic people, or the cosmic people now that they're older, where they are, because like... They're now going, he, he said, basically, the world is insane and <laughs> it's just going to have to fix itself. He basically was like, fuck it. He's we no can't longer, fix it. There's no longer, no, it. Yeah, there's nothing we can do. It is so trashed. Uh, Poor Deepak. Yeah, it is insane. And he's like, I'm not going to like worry about it anymore. I mean, these are the people that like all our lives have told us, like stand up and and do all these wonderful cosmic things and, and care. And it was a fascinating conversation because he was just like, eh, nothing we can do. Well, now he's found his inner peace yep. by saying, fuck you. Yep. He found his inner fuck it. He's, his inner. <laughs> he sold his books, whatever the hell he had to do. <laughs> exactly. And that's like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I get it. Deepak, yeah. I get it. Totally. He's on to the next next level, next story. He's now worried about like, you know, moving on into cosmic fabulousness or something. But I loved it. The world is insane and there's nothing we can do about it. It is out of control. Which is true. I mean, that is totally, yeah. 
there's no argument. There's nothing. There really is nothing we can do because no one can agree. This is just one big class project gone terribly wrong. <laughs> that, that the nerds really tried to do. We tried to pull it together for you, but you know, the assholes just did not finish the project. Oh God. <laughs> you know, I thought we were at a pretty good point in, in, in the world. We were okay. And we made it over this hump and, but no, we're, we're not, we still have, one foot and shit. I don't know if it's just one. Depends where you live, maybe. True. True. Oh, no. But yet there's this other, you know, the, the, the positive side. Of, I don't know, but I think the positive side will collapse so quickly when things, when all things go to shit. Like, I mean, imagine, like, you know, a positive person without air conditioning. It's not, that's not pretty. <laughs> A positive person made to, you know, come down off the mountain. Not pretty. You're right. Yeah, it does not. Does what not do we do? Well. How do we fix it? I don't know. No We've been asking ourselves that on podcasts for the last 10 years. We don't know. There's nothing we can do. I mean, now that Deepak just threw in the towel. If, if Deepak does, why not? All of us. <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> maybe he'll change his mind we need you Deepak you, you were like the stability we didn't know we had <laughs> but and the same with like Marianne it's like well you know I tried and now you know, I mean, and she's definitely still trying but they just kind of get over this hump and it's they, they really I think because now in this current age we're really able to give it our all so like before you know you try and it was just was not right. You didn't have the platform for it. But then now you do. You got all the people and you get all the people together and you get all the money and you get all the all the attention and you're on TV. You're on the <laughs> internet. And you, you really do all the things you thought would work. It's a lot like my internet career. You know, you just think if you could just get this next piece of technology to speak to the next thousands of people. They'll follow me. They'll support yeah. me. They'll get yes, it. They'll get it. And you'll change the lives of, of all in the world. But then you do, you get that and they don't do it. So then you're well, it's not enough. You get a, you get a good, good chunk of people who are into it, but that's not enough. Yeah. Well, cause then you find this big chunk of people that, Say, yeah, I see that, but I just don't believe your type of reality. That's not the truth that I subscribe to. <laughs> it's like, what is your truth? Then, oh, you're Jesus Christ. <laughs> so tomorrow is summer. <sighs> Our least favorite season begins literally tomorrow. Probably when you gentle listeners are listening to this. June 20th. I'm not a fan, although we have our birthdays coming. That's exciting. It's exciting. All cosmic things align for the Leos this upcoming August. Get ready. I'm just worried that with all, like, I'm surrounded by people who have been inside all year and they just like, they're going to use my birthday as an mm. excuse to like, let's, let's just go out with the bang. Yay. And I'm going to be like, no, no. <laughs> You're like, I am of a certain age. I am wearing all black. I do not wish to go out with a bang. I am too old. Thank you. Thanks very much. 
and tired and whatever else. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and hot and tired. And it's, <laughs> it's the problem. I, you know, Leo season is great, but the alignment of all the things, I don't know about yourself, but for me, for me, for me, for me there's just so much power, cosmic energy along with the heat. And it's just very disruptive. You know, when something really strong gets, like, vibrated to hell, that's like a Leo. <laughs> that's a Leo in August. Is There's just so much vibration hitting this. This of which is normally a pillar throughout the year, right? Because Leos are, are the pillars. Let's, let's, conv- let's, let's, let's admit it, folks. It. Yes, exactly. Let's face it. So, you know, when that pillar gets that's close to its core it's vibration that's all i can say about that it makes you want to get on that roller coaster of doom <laughs> do you like roller coasters in general i mean the ones that don't kill you that's a good question I, i've been on them throughout my life and i've always kind of liked them but like i'm just kind of freaked out by them i don't think i've ever been there's a on, lot of hesitation uh, and I've, I've never been on a, a real roller coaster like one that is like super scary. Never. I've done like, uh, like Space Mountain at Disney scared the shit out of me. I was younger. That looks like in, the, fun. in the dark. It's in the dark. The oh, fuck? You I, can't... I'd throw nope. up. Nope. <laughs> nope. There's the Dragon Coaster here, which is like the oldest mm. roller coaster in like I don't know the world. Yeah. And if you sit in the last car, it like ricochets off the track. No, that's not cool. Nope. <laughs> See, it's it's the Space Mountain thing that I would entertain because it's it's like it's about the structure for me. It's not about the coaster. It's that you're putting me on like a roller with sticks. <laughs> and, and I don't trust. Nope. I just don't trust you and your ability to keep me safe flying through the air on rollers and sticks. You're held in by a bar. Yeah, nope. Exactly. <laughs> Seat belted in. <laughs> so like the Space Mountain thing is like it's like a contained. It feels it's not, but it feels contained to just like this, this darkness and you're safe. So I would probably I'd, I'd be interested in that now. But, you know, they all had the warning yeah. signs. Like if you have heart problems, if it, this, if it has, you don't go on oh, this, you're going to die. That's lovely. I like the spinny rides that make other oh, people I sick. I hate the spinny rides. Spinny rides are terrible. Oh, they're hysterical. <laughs> you reach a point where you just start laughing because you have no control no. of your body that's being slammed from one no, part of this little car to the not, other. But that's not funny. There's nothing to laugh about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Losing control is never too funny for this Leo. <laughs> <laughs> and that that you're only held in by a bar, so you're able to move yeah. in the seat back and forth as you right. slide. slide. Oh god, around holding the the, the thing. Yes, no, thank you. <laughs> like the teacups, yay! You're spinning Fuck around the like the an jackass, man. Oh my god, no, that's no Those fun. Are good rides. Oh, and I think I equate them with summer too, so that's why I, I additionally hate that stuff. You're sticking to the seat, yeah. Hot, yep, hot and sticky. There's nothing fun about being outside, being slammed around in a whirly gig, and and then you eat cotton candy and throw up. Yes, you this get is... nauseous from something. <laughs> America, 
This is a good sign. This is a great day. I won't have sherbet like ever again because when I was little, I just OD'd in the summer, yes. and I, I remember getting yeah. so massively ill. Mm. No, no. I don't think it ever made me sick, but I ate enough of it that I, I can't stand it. It's associated with uh, countrified living and summer. Any sherbet, hate sherbet. Thing, <laughs> it's destroyed lives. It's destroyed lives. Sherbet is like. The alcohol you OD on and never drink again. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will bring us ice cream and ice cream only. Yeah. And you got to eat it before it melts because you're going to put it out in the friggin' table in your 95 degree weather. And put it in a fucking bowl. Why is it melting? Don't put it in a cone. I I don't like I I guess it's all see it's the summer association that does not work with me. Ice cream in a cone, summer. Get lost. Dripping all over your hand. Dripping down. Yes. I want I want my ice cream in a bowl in my nice ice uh, uh, icy air conditioned home. I could do a Carvel brown bonnet, and basically that's a soft serve vanilla cone and is dipped in. Mm. Chocolate that hardens. Oh, that sounds. And mm. I recommend that. I don't like when you get the hard chocolate. That you you. I don't like that. What happens when you bite into that? Really? What's oh, wrong with you? That's kind of creepy. That magic shell that you like put the over shell. your. Remember that I magic hate the shell. shell. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> gee. Because because it's see that oh that totally describes my uh, just that needing everything to be streamlined and perfect. Because when you bite into the shell, you just make such a mess of those chocolate bits and you don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't let it sit long enough to get messy. I'm inhaling everything. Th maybe that's why the mint chocolate chip ice cream is my favorite. Because, you know, it comes with the chocolate bits, but they're already chocolate bits. You're not destroying anything. It's already perfect. It's right yeah, there for okay. you. But the the thing you you could bite into that, and it could be it, if it's like melty, you could get a bunch of it in your face. You can get chocolate bits all over your shirt. You can't have that. I cannot deal with that. <laughs> no. In fact, the only like holdable ice cream product that I like are ice cream sandwiches. Really? Yeah, because that's see, a good I combination. Don't like those, that, like, and Marie. Drippy. No, see, oh. get the hell out of here. God. No, no. The heat from your hand, like all of a sudden your fingers are like black from the cookie. No. Well, you got to keep it in the wrapper. You got to hold it in the wrapper. And then the ripper fills it liquid. You got to eat As it, it melts. You got you to go faster on this. Oh, get the hell out of here. That's like low class. <laughs> What's the matter with you? And yet, yet the, Ice cream sandwich. Yet the, yet the thing dipped in chocolate on a stick isn't melting that is just as fast. Shut up. <laughs> Give me my ice cream sandwich. Or the ice cream sandwich cookie. That's even better. Like the one that's between a cookie. I don't know if I like that either because <sighs> you can't just... I've never successfully mm. took a bite without... The pressure of my bite squishing it and destroying the other side. It's a, uh, yeah, you're right. It's a scientific balance. You have to really make sure, <laughs> you have to kind of judge the veracity of the sandwich to make sure that you're biting it in the right place that you don't destroy the entire thing. Because that then it's a mess and it's horrible. 
mean, sometimes the cookie's yeah. almost too thick, so it mm-hmm. just destroys yeah. the structure. Yeah. And I think like the actual chocolate chip cookies that are sandwiches, those are a mess. Those are a disaster. However, like it's worth it. Like you just want to eat it like a baby. You just want to eat it like a baby. Hold it over a sink (laughs) with it just being destroyed and crumbling and dripping all over you. But it's still so wonderful because it's it's a friggin chocolate chip cookie with ice cream between it. Come on. I eat a lot of things over the sink. How's that happen? (laughs) Damn. And that is this week's quote. (laughs) I eat a lot of things. Over the sink. <laughs> Another one in the can. Bring us Just some more coffee. Bring us a coffee with an. I'll take an ice cream sandwich, and she'll have that thing dipped in chocolate. And eat it over the sink. And eat it over the sink. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Shit, the man indeed. <laughs> You've been listening to Coffee House. For more, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Coffee House is brought to us by ForCulture.com. Hashtag art is important.